I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hi, I'm Yui Shu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Welcome to Brunch Talk, where we answer your burning dating questions, because there are so many, they're burning they're hurting, and we're here to help you relieve the burn. <laughs> Sorry. It's like <laughs> burning so and hurting. I mean, love questions are painful, but that brought it to a whole other level. <laughs> I am in pain just revisiting that sentence. <laughs> Why don't we relieve the pain by going straight into our question for this episode? And the question is, is it a bad idea to date someone who is going through a divorce? For more context, I started dating someone wonderful, only to find out he's separated and not legally divorced yet. Mm. He says he has every intention of divorcing, but it's still unsettling to me. How do I proceed? Okay, been there, done that. <laughs> Took <it> off my <laughs> box. <laughs> Would I ever do it again? Probably not. The thing is, everyone's different, and whatever stage of divorce they're in, 
they may have been far removed out of that relationship a long time ago. They may have separated a long time ago, or maybe this is something really fresh and new. Either way, that's their truth. But I think as the recipient of this situation, it's always better to start from a clean slate. Mm -hmm. And even though that person may say, it's been over, we're definitely not even like living together, the papers are almost ready, like it doesn't matter because I think it's still clearing of energy. And in hindsight, Mm -hmm. I think I would have preferred to wait for the energy to fully clear before hopping into a relationship with this person. I also realized I forgot to read something actually kind of important in this one. So I'm going to add it to this. But yes, it says that the guy is still living with his ex-wife. Oh, so I actually I was like looking at this and I'm like, I think my opinion might have changed a little with that. You know, this is complicated. I don't know if there is a black and white answer because I know divorce takes a while too, right? Mm -hmm. And every situation is different. So I don't want to say like, you should definitely leave the person. That being said, like you're clearly unsettled about what the situation is and it's making you uncomfortable. So I think it comes down to having a conversation you haven't yet putting that out there and i mean there's nothing wrong too of saying let's revisit this after you're like done you've gone through the separation or you've moved out or whatever step needs to be taken maybe it doesn't have to be the full divorce maybe it can just be in motion but if you're uncomfortable that he lives with his ex maybe that's step number one you know like there's multiple things that could happen before you enter a relationship and i don't think there's anything wrong of saying like i would be more comfortable being in a relationship if you're not living with your ex-wife. Yeah. I mean, the living together, that totally just puts it over the edge (laughs) for me. It's like, no, you can't be living with an ex and trying to date. Even if this person wasn't living with their ex, it's like they could say everything they can to say the relationship is over. But before you are legally divorced, there's still legalities. There's still assets involved. There's still stuff. There's still entanglement, okay, regardless Mm -hmm. of whether they're physically together or not. And I remember even before this most recent ex, I dated another divorce guy. And he told me that they were fully done. He was like fully ready to move on. And I really fell for him hard, but he wasn't ready to be in a full relationship. Yeah. And then a few months ago, I got really curious about when he actually Mm -hmm. got divorced. So I looked up public records. He was legally divorced a year after we met. Yeah. So he had just started the process then. There was no way he would have been ready, but I fell for him. And I'm glad I removed myself out of that, knowing that it wasn't going to end well. So regardless of whether they're physically living together or not, it's like the legalities of marriage are still going to tie them together. Yeah. And this is tough. I'm not sure if I, I, I think I told you this, UA, but like my ex lived with his ex still when we were dating. Oh, yes. No, I remember that. Because they had been together for a long time. I mean, they weren't married. So that part's out. But it had been like a long relationship. I'm obviously not going to like go into like what their relationship was. But there were, I guess, without saying too much, there were reasons that it ended that would make it very clear that they weren't going to be like together. So it actually didn't bother me. It was definitely weird. And she also traveled a lot. So she wasn't really there. It's weird, though, like looking back on it and thinking that like I dated someone 
that live with their ex. Like, it's certainly weird. And clearly, the time was mostly spent at my place for that reason alone. That being said, I wanted to bring this up because there's always an exception to it. Like, we don't know what's going on with you with this person. So I don't want to say again, like, blanket, like, no-go. I think you really need to, like, understand the situation. But also being okay if it's uncomfortable to you to say, like, let's put this on pause. Yeah, I hate re equating this to this, but it's like if you're finishing up college and you get a job before you get your degree, your job would not let you start until you get your degree first, until you graduate first. Yeah. Same thing with this. You got to get the papers before you can start something new. I think it's very black and white in my head, even if there are exceptions to make it easier for you and to make it more clear for you so you don't have any questions or when is this going to happen? Mm -hmm. Also, the other thing, you don't know how long it will take. Like with my last relationship, every month he's like, I think this is the month. I think this is the month that's going to happen. And when it finally happened, I think it was six months after we started dating. It was such a sigh of relief. Like this is actually yeah. officially over. But you as a partner, it's not a good feeling while this is all happening. But you would also say that like, even though the papers were signed, there was still like this element of the ex in the relationship too. Yes. So even yes. if the papers are signed, it doesn't mean that someone's necessarily ready to dive into something deep yes. or something serious. Of course, that's case by case. Like, again, we're not going to say generalization, but that's another assessment point. It's not just about the papers. Like, is it this person yes. ready to go all in again? Yeah. And I guess that's what ultimately matters is do you feel feel yeah. you're going to get everything that you're looking for from this person in terms of a partner. They could say whatever they want. That's the thing with divorced people or people going through a breakup. They will say they're ready. They'll say all the things. Right. And they might think and they, they may are. mean it. Yeah. yeah. And that's their truth. But it's up to you to determine if you honestly feel what they're saying. And sometimes we overlook yeah. that because we want to believe them so bad. The words sound so good. <laughs> but if their actions aren't showing you what they are telling you, I think that is a reason for caution. And it's hard because like some people, when they get divorced, they don't want to be in a relationship again. It's like mm -hmm. they want to stay far away from it. And then there's other people that immediately want to go back into them. And should they be going immediately? Mm -hmm. You know, that's debatable, but at least like they want to. So it's really hard because like it can hit people in different ways. It seems very extreme from people that I've observed. Of course, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are in the middle that just like aren't the stories you hear about too. I've noticed this in myself and even in the people I've dated who've gone through major divorces or breakups. The first month or two, you kind of want to jump into another relationship because you mm -hmm. have all this relationship experience and familiarity. You're like, oh, I'm so ready to do my best with someone else. You know, try out all these yes. relational skills yeah. I just learned from this relationship. And I'm so accustomed to being with someone that I crave being in a relationship. And then a few months go by and then you realize I need a full reset and I need to be on my own to work on myself before I'm ready again. So if you catch someone right at the end of their breakup or divorce, right as they're entering into the dating world, you are catching them at a time where they say they're ready for a relationship, but it's a short-lived time period. 
I think that's a really good point. I want to go a little deeper on that. But before we do, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom. But did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the high love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code Dateable at viahemp.com. That's V I I A H E M P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use the code Dateable to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use the code D A T E A B L E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. Wait, <laughs> wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? <laughs> and maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So 
I 100% agree with you that like it can come in waves. And that's why I think stepping back and taking your time with this is actually a sound strategy. Because when you think about it, like let's say this person is legit and they are ready for a relationship. If you wait six months to a year, whatever it is that this needs to be done, if you have your whole lives together, like that actually isn't that much time Mm -hmm. in the scheme of things. That doesn't mean like you can't have any contact in that time period, but it's basically like maybe you're not in a full-fledged relationship where things are moving at lightning speed when you know someone's coming out of this. It just gives you more time to evaluate their readiness because you'll see like, are they going through those different stages? I think time is one of those things like in modern dating that we just want to rush everything to the finish line. But sometimes just letting it play out is the only way to know. And if (sighs) this person is truly worth it to you, then maybe it does make sense to give it a little time. Yeah. And it's also hard not to take it personally, because I've also seen this situation. You get involved with someone right after a breakup or divorce, and then they're not ready. And then you break up. And a few months later, they're in a full-blown relationship. And you're (sighs) like, oh, it was just me. It's actually not you. It's the timing of everything. And you just came in a little too early and you prep them for that next person. And that train definitely was running at that time. And that person jumped right on. So that's why I'm like, make it as simple for you as possible and not have these questions of, Mm -hmm. is it me? Are they going to choose me? Are they ready for me? It's really not that personal. What I said, I realized, like, I don't want it to come off like I'm saying you should sit and wait for this person. I'm not saying that. It's more of like Mm. giving it that year or whatever and you doing you in your life and if it's meant to be it's meant to be yeah like it's one of those things not just sitting waiting for it to happen like you're not like oh my god did they sign their papers today like you can't be like that or you might as well just be full-fledged into it it's more of not necessarily closing the door completely because like this person could be a good partner for you in due time but it's not waiting for something it's not banking on potential but basically reevaluating when it might be more realistic and unfortunately all of us will be roadkill in this process at one point or another where (laughs) when you've just gotten out of a relationship or a marriage, one of the only ways to know if you're ready to get back into dating is by dating. Yeah, And that involves people. And Julie, you went through this after a breakup. You had to go on a date to realize you were not ready to date. And that person was roadkill. But all of us have to be roadkill at some point to help someone realize whether they're ready or not. But it's not time wasted because the time you're spending together, you're still getting to know a new person. You're still developing your relational skills. It just wasn't meant for you two to be, but it's okay to be roadkill. Don't spend all your time trying not to be roadkill. I just don't want to be a victim in this. It's okay if you are. And we all have to go through it. That's the truth. Yeah. I mean, I think the reality with every dating situation, not just coming out of a divorce, is you never know where someone's fully at. Yeah. Like there's always something that could be going on in their lives. And the roadkill, it like sounds bad. (laughs) So I just have this like vision (laughs) of just like you later. On the street, just getting I know, blood like, everywhere, run over by cars. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think 
<laughs> the reality is like in dating, that is the risk you're taking with every interaction. And it's you shouldn't try to prevent it. There's no way to prevent it. It's more about just having your own sense of self and understanding like it's not a reflection on you. Like you were saying earlier, like so much of it has to do with this person and where they're at and really has zero to do with you. And you know, deep down inside how you're feeling around this person. Yeah. What does it bring up for you? If you had to ask us this question by emailing us, it's yes. definitely bring up anxiety for you. We don't even need to talk to you. That's obviously a top of mind and is probably keeping you up at night. So yeah. that anxiety is a clue for something else. And I think you know deep down inside what that clue is for. Yeah, like I feel like by the time we get this question, it's probably yeah, been eating like, at you for a while. Yeah. And ultimately, you got to put yourself first in this situation. Like it's really easy when someone's like, oh, but like it's just a timing thing. It'll be soon mm -hmm. to get sucked into it. But you have to remember, what do I want in a relationship? And is this person able to give it to me? If they're living with an ex-wife, yeah. still entangled with an ex-wife, it might just realistically be hard for them to give you what you're looking for, even if they're the most amazing person in the world. So just yeah. remember that like when you break up or end a relationship, it's not always because like the person was terrible. A lot of times it's just that you're not compatible of where you are in life. Well, good luck. Yes. Good luck out there. Thanks for writing in. This one's it's a hard one. When you meet someone and then the situation doesn't line up, it's never easy. But you have all the tools now. So Go, go with your fearless, badass self and send in more of your burning questions. You can email us hello at datablepodcast.com. You can DM us on social media at datablepodcast, or you can bump up your question to the top of the queue by leaving <laughs> us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, five stars, and in the body of your review, you can ask your question there and we will make sure to answer it at the top of the queue. And that wraps it up for yeah. Brunch Talk today. We'll see you all next week. See you next week. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes and our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable. Thank you.